What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode 173, and today's show is a Workout Wednesday, so that means I am talking about workouts. I'm talking about strength training and muscle gain. Specifically today, I'm talking about kind of starting out the show talking about plateaus, getting into whatever else I have time for in a short amount of time, but really going to start out discussing this plateau concept and where you kind of stop gaining strength, what the reason is behind that and why your gains are slowing down, what you can reasonably expect realistically, and uh, how to bust through those those uh, those muscle gaining and strength strength increasing plateaus. I hope you enjoy the show today, and if you do, please leave a review on iTunes. That really helps the show grow. Uh, it's it's a game changer, actually, as far as iTunes rankings are concerned, and getting more people into the family, the triple F family, the quadruple F, to be able to listen to the podcast and learn from it and hopefully change their lives in some way, even if it's small. Uh, so go do that on your podcast app. Whatever app you choose, you can go leave a review for the podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being a loyal supporter of the podcast. Let's get down to episode 173, Workout Wednesday on Strength Plateaus and more. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. It is Workout Wednesday today. Workout Wednesday. I can talk about fitness, I can talk about workouts, and today, specifically, I'm talking about strength and muscle gain, okay? I'm talking specifically about... uh, I was talking specifically about plateaus, right? These are based on questions I've gotten. This one actually specifically came to me in the gym, not necessarily through the podcast, but someone is asking me about strength training and programming and uh, about plateaus, right? About maybe hitting a stall on a certain lift. This person in particular was having trouble with his bench press, right? And got up to about 190 pounds on the bench press and then stalled hard and has been stuck around that weight for a long time, right? As the body gains and loses weight, he was kind of going beneath 190 pounds on the bench press and then maybe a little bit more, maybe 195 and then back to 190 and just never could really break through that plateau, even though uh, the combination of uh, sleep, nutrition, diet, all these, uh, and then the workout programming was all pretty good. So, so I thought I'd answer the pod. Uh, I thought I'd answer this question on the podcast and kind of get into a longer form answer. Gave him a short answer in the gym. I think it was pretty theoretical and uh, maybe not super practical. So I wanted to give a more thought out answer. Uh, so hopefully you're listening to this if you're the one that asked me that question. Uh, but you know this. This is a good topic, and it's something everyone's gonna it's everyone's gonna experience, right? 
it's something I've talked about a lot on the show. Um, as far as plateaus are concerned, I've talked about, I've talked about plateaus in your weight loss, right? And in your fat loss where you'll kind of hit a point where your body will stall, right? And it's that adaptation process. And that's really what, uh, that's really what, that's really all that the body is doing when it plateaus in your weight loss phases, right? Is your body's just adapting that lower calorie number or the increased calorie expenditure and, you know, it's saying, what do I do from here, basically? Uh, but it's different when you're trying to gain strength and muscle, right? You're actually trying to, sh- to change the size of, of, of your muscle cells, right? And that's really what you are doing in strength gain, in hypertrophy, you are changing the size of your muscles. And, you know, that's a hard process to go through, right? It's a hard process for your body to actually accomplish. That's why, in my opinion, gaining muscle is way harder than losing body fat, right? And I know that kind of might piss off some people uh, who have trouble losing body fat. But what I mean by that isn't a blanket statement for everybody. I just mean in general, uh, it's easier to use the math equation for fat loss, right? And just burn more calories than you eat. It might not be the most sustainable and perfect way to do it, but as long as you're burning more calories, even if you're eating 300 calories, you're going to lose body weight, right? And I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying that it's strict math. That's how it works for, for losing weight. However, in gaining strength and gaining weight without just becoming a slob, that's a tricky tricky balancing act and I think it's a very advanced thing and if you can do it you're you're most likely going to hit plateaus along the way so what do you do when you hit those in your muscle gain and in your your strength goals that's the first question I'm going to answer today So the plateau, it can come from a lot of different things and I'm going to kind of talk about the source of the plateaus before I get into what you should really expect and how to break through the plateaus, okay? So the the source of the plateaus, I guess I'll, I'll I'll touch on that first. And I think the plateaus can come from many different places and normally it won't be experienced right away, right? It's it's going to be experienced down the road. And in my opinion, and I think this is the right opinion, I'm 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 very sure because I've experienced this in clients, coaching clients, my own uh, lifting journey as I started lifting a long time ago. You you definitely you definitely uh, adapt, right? You definitely neurologically adapt, not just in your muscles, but you neurologically adapt uh, to the different movements, right? And that's a that's a common. A common error made in beginners when they train is that they think that that beginner phase is going to last a long time, right? And it's 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 kind of called this newbie gain phase is the is the slang term for it. But really, what that is is your neuromuscular system working to learn the different movements and the patterns, right? Uh, and that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be in the first few weeks. That's gonna be totally totally solidified, right? So if you have never done a barbell squat before, you learn how to squat perfectly. As you do that, you aren't necessarily getting twenty pounds stronger on the bar a week, but you might be able to add that primarily because of the neurological adaptations to that movement, right? You're getting more proficient at it. You're just practicing. It's like shooting a basketball for the first time 
And then if you practiced it for three weeks, you would be much more efficient at doing that, right? You're just learning the movement even better. And that's going to cause a lot of, of strength gains and a lot of muscular gains along the way. And they kind of go together hand in hand. So I'm going to particularly talk about strength gains today. So that's really, that's really the adaptation process that happens is first of all, your neurological process is going to, is, is going to adapt. And that's going to be a huge spike in the amount of weight you can do on the bar, the amount of reps you can do, the proficiency you can do in that exercise. And then as time goes on, that's going to slow down. And that's the error a lot of people make is assuming that that increase rate is going to last a long time, right? And that maybe they're putting on 10 pounds a week in their in their bench press because they're just learning how to do it and they're gaining all this beginner strength these newbie gains right but as time goes on you aren't going to be able to do that it's going to decrease a lot and that's not on you that's just how the body works right you're going to be adapted to it you're going to be used to the movement pattern you're going to be you're going to be adding weight more slowly because you're actually increasing the muscle size and strength at that point, right? If you could increase your bench press 10 pounds every single week, right? You'd be walking around with a 600 pound bench press almost by the end of a year, right? And that's, there's just nobody, there's just not that many people that can do that. So uh, I assume that everyone hits a plateau and everybody levels off because there aren't that many people walking around that could bench press that much weight. Uh, but it is, it is something that takes place and is an error that a lot of people make is thinking those gains are going to go all the way through. You have to realize that they're going to level off a little bit and you kind of have to start taking smaller victories, right? And you have to realize that that uh, little increases are a huge accomplishment. So actually improving your bench press by five pounds for the same amount of reps you did you know, last week or two weeks ago or a month ago with five pounds less, that's a huge accomplishment and should not be taken for granted. So you definitely need to acknowledge that and you definitely need to realize that that is success. As long as you're improving overloading the body somehow and progressing through that that's really going to be that's really going to be your golden ticket right there everybody another thing that could cause a plateau is just recovery right and this is someplace that plateaus come from so maybe you're already advanced you're intermediate these newbie gain concepts don't really apply to you uh however you might be recovering wrong, right? It's not all about that hour in the gym. A lot of it is about the 23 hours outside of the gym. How are you spending those? Are you feeling your body properly? Are you eating enough to fuel your strength gains? Because that's huge. If you're eating at a calorie deficit, don't expect to gain strength. If you're eating even at maintenance, expect that strength gain to be a little bit slower. You need to eat in a surplus or at least at maintenance to gain that strength and to really put on that muscle. And it's just a simple math again, but it's a little more it's a little, little more delicate. Uh, so you need to watch your nutrition. You need to watch your sleep, right? That's the biggest part of recovery. Are you getting a full six, seven, eight, nine hours every single night of sleep? And is it good deep sleep, right? If you're not, that could be a definite reason why you're plateauing because your body is just not energized the way that it should be. Um, are you taking care of your muscles, right? Are you learning um, how to optimize your form so you're squeezing your shoulder blades on the bench press or so you're you're perfectly mobile in the squat so it's not holding you back in these certain ways right 
that could be a whole topic all on its own is how these different things can affect your overall strength gains. But you really have to make sure you're taking care of your muscles, working on your mobility, uh, the flexibility, the the recovery of the muscles after the sessions and the warm up before. These are all things you have to consider. Do not ignore those other 23 hours. That will be detrimental to your success no matter what your goal is, right? Even if you don't care about these certain exercises, even if you just, you know, want to be able to be in good shape, you're going to have to take care of yourself and you're going to have to realize the importance of recovery. That's a huge aspect of it. And then just to kind of touch on something I already talked about is your form, right? That could cause a plateau. If your form is not great, if your form is not optimal, that will hold you back. It might not hold you back at first because you're you're improving that neurological uh, that neurological function, right? You're practicing. You're getting better at the movement. However, if you are, for example, uh, let's say you're doing a pull up. Right, you're doing a pull up, and when you're at the top towards the bar, your chin is not quite over the bar, and your hands are way out in front of your face instead of right at your shoulders. You're not pulling straight up; you're kind of pulling your body out. If you're doing something like that, then you're definitely going to plateau sooner than someone who does a pull up correctly. Right? Think about a barbell row. If you're doing a barbell row with a rounded back and you're not at a neutral spine where you can really squeeze your shoulder blades together, you're not going to progress the same way as someone who had optimal form. You're going to hit that plateau way sooner because your body mechanics just aren't in in the perfect alignment, right? There's form for a reason. It's it's for injury prevention, yes, but it's also to work to work your levers, right? To make sure that you, that everything is going to move in the most optimal way uh, to provide the effect that the exercise is supposed to, right? They don't design a, a incline bench press to, to look the way it does because it's going to prevent injury in your shoulders. It's designed that way because, and the exercise is, you know, done that way for years because it's actually going to like allow the most strength gains and muscle gains in that form as long as you're doing it right. So that's why perfect form is so important. I definitely recommend a coach or a trainer just or even someone in the gym just say, hey, can you look at my form, see what you think. Do that if you trust them and you know try to get feedback. Video yourself and try to get feedback on your form that way. Uh, just be careful about that. That could definitely cause a plateau. One thing I did want to touch on as far as the plateaus before actually about how to break through them is the expectation aspect of this, right? Should you expect to have plateaus? Is this something that is going to happen or is this something you can technically avoid? I've never seen someone totally avoid a plateau, right? You cannot stick to one exercise forever and continue to add weight week after week. It's going to slow down dramatically. It's going to it's going to cause you injury. It's going to uh, completely level off, right? And there's multiple reasons for that. Kind of, I went over a few general ones, but there's a, a lot of reasons for it. But really, you have to accept that this is something that's going to happen, right? You just have to know what to do when it does happen. So I don't think that it's something that you can technically avoid. You can push it back farther and farther, right? By optimizing your nutrition, your stress, your sleep, your recovery for your muscles, your workout programming, and 
and all the different things I've talked about, you can push that plateau farther and farther ahead in your training. So, you know, it's always in front of you and you're not necessarily going to hit it in week six or week 12, right? You want to hit that plateau later, like, you know, maybe several months in so you can really gain some good strength. However, you are probably going to hit it, and that's just a matter of the fact of lifting. Why? It's because uh, as long as you're as long as you're doing everything right, your body is just going to wear down, right? Your body's going to wear down in that movement. You're not going to be able to make changes. It's going to kind of adapt, and you're going to be struggling. Uh, it's a weird phenomenon, and it's a really weird thing that everyone goes through. So you have to realize that it is going to come, and you have to expect that it's going to come. So don't don't totally try to avoid it. Don't beat yourself up. If you start plateauing, just know what to do when you do hit it. So in my opinion, there is three or four different ways that you can bust through a plateau in your strength training. Okay. This applies to everything. I'm kind of using the power lifts as an example, because those are like the strength movements that people do the squat bench and deadlift. However, not necessary for everybody, right? I think, I think you can pick and choose kind of what you want to do. Uh, but I'm going to use these as, as examples as I have been doing. The first thing you can do to bust through a plateau is to eat more. And that is take that advice with a grain of salt, right? Take it, take it in the form that food will fuel you to work out better to a point and eating more and more and more won't always solve the problem. And it's actually going to cause more problems uh, than, than, than benefits after a while. But it is something that some people have to face. That's why I recommend that you track your weight and you track your calories, no matter if you're trying to lose weight or just get stronger and gain muscle. That's a big problem people people do is they only track their calories and their weight when they're trying to lose weight. But when they're trying to gain muscle and gain strength, you know, it, you're putting your body through a lot of stress, a lot of demand. So you need to watch out and monitor yourself and see if if you're actually gaining slowly on the scale over time, you know, quarter pound, half pound a week, that kind of thing, even less than that is fine. That half pound to a pound a month is great uh, for muscle gain. And you want to be putting on a little bit of weight on that scale. And then also, uh, you also want to be making sure you're eating enough of the calories every single day, right? If there's common days where you're eating below what you're supposed to, or if you if you actually are losing weight because of the demand you're putting your body through, you know it's time to eat more. Now, there is such a thing as overtraining. There, it's not just all under eating, and eating more and more and more is only going to help to a point. It will help you have great workouts, and eating more typically solves a lot of problems for people, but it's not always the answer, and you can really get in a lot of trouble if your only answer to plateaus is to eat more because then you're going to involve, uh, you're going to kind of start eating for the wrong reasons, I guess, and you're going to start seeing food in the wrong way, but you're also going to probably put on too much fat uh, than you want to. So another thing that you can do to bust through a plateau is to is to lessen the amount of weight that you're trying to, to, to increase every workout, right? Or every week. A lot of people, this is called micro-loading, and a lot of people will put on the two and a halfs, right, or maybe even the fives to try to increase their lifts by 10 or 5 pounds every week or every workout. However, that's not necessarily the best way to do it. I would say try to invest or create uh, some kind of fractional plates where they're about a quarter pound each. You put those on 
excuse me, a pound and a quarter each. You put those on the ends of the bar, just like a normal plate, and you're going to increase your weight on the bar by two and a half pounds instead of five every week. And that's going to be a game changer because that little difference is going to kind of help you bridge the gap, but it's not really going to, it's not really going to wear you down. Uh, that's something you can do. I would say also touch on this is to really think about the different, the different forms of progressive overload, right? I've talked about this before and I've really hammered this home of weight on the bar is not the only way you can improve, right? If your form is improving, if you're pausing on the bottom of your reps, if you're being more explosive as you go up on your reps, uh, if you're doing more reps, right, if you're resting less between your sets, those are all forms of progressive overload. Those are all signs of improvement. It might not mean weight, but it might mean that you're headed there, right? That's Those are still improvements. If you can't improve on any of those, then you might have some problems. Uh, so that's really another great way to bust through training plateaus is is that micro-loading mentality or just focusing on other forms of progressive overload. My last one uh, for busting through plateaus is to make sure that you're programming correctly. Uh, so you don't just want to do three sets of 10 bench press every Monday, right? You need to program effectively for your goals. And if it's strength, it's going to m- mean possibly increasing the frequency. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to mean possibly increasing the frequency of, of your lift that you want to focus on. So if it's bench press, Maybe you do it Monday and Thursday and you're getting in different rep ranges and you're doing that uh, strategically, right? You're not just bench pressing to bench press. You have percentages laid out. Maybe you have certain weights or certain rep ranges that you have to hit in like a, you know, a two to three range. Uh, So six to eight, eight to 10, you know, three to five, two to three, any of these rep ranges work and you have to improve on them, but you need to have a good plan laid out. A good strength training program is everything. It's not going to be really taxing all the time. It's going to be intelligently building up uh, your training weight that you're doing and, and kind of adding the volume as you go as well. So those are the ways that you can really bust through a plateau. It's not easy and everyone's going to hit those plateaus. Um, and uh, those are really how you bust through in the list that you're focused on. Now, my kind of bonus one, number four, is is going to be just to change your exercise, right? Just exercise rotate. That is the best way for people to overcome their plateaus. This one, if you're going to take home anything from this show, take home this this little tip is when you hit the plateau in your strength and your muscle gain, it's time to rotate, okay? It's time to... It's time to um, Maybe switch out the exercises for for different ones, right? If you're doing a bench press, maybe you switch to an incline bench press. If you're doing a dumbbell shoulder press, maybe you switch to a barbell shoulder press. Little changes that might not seem like major ones, but those little changes are going to they are going to really really help you in terms of keep on gaining strength kind of start over before plateauing and uh, it's just a good idea to do that often so expect to have to rotate exercise every six to 12 weeks uh, maybe even less than that maybe every month you're gonna have to rotate exercises it might feel frustrating because you can't build up enough time under certain lifts but it is going to be the quickest way to avoid a plateau and still get the strength and muscle gains that people are after Workout Wednesday.
Well, I had three questions written down uh, for today's episode, all about muscle and strength, Kane, but I spent basically the whole episode talking about plateaus and your strength training, and I tried to rush it. So hopefully uh, you guys are are okay with only one question today, uh, but that one, that one made a whole episode. So hopefully it helped you. Hopefully you're able to bust through plateaus with the information I gave you today. Hopefully you're able to just... Keep on smashing records, right? That's what it's all about is progressing, getting better, getting stronger, and and staying in great shape, staying healthy, and living a fit and free life. That's what, that's what I'm all about, and that's what I hope to help you guys reach as well. So I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. That's a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. And I'll see you guys on Friday. Have a great week, everybody. Finish strong. Take these things into consideration in your own training, and don't forget to recover, eat well, and get on a great program. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 